Welcome to episode 5 of Dump the Magic Able. Today we're going to be talking all about fiction. I'm here with Casey. Hello. And Jack. Hey. Let's get into it. So, obviously we have questions this week as per usual. Anyone, anyone want to start? Well, as the winner of last week... <laughs> You're harping back to that, are you? Yeah, I'm pausing. <laughs> I think I shall go first. Is it is my honour? Fair enough. So, and it was my question. So my question was, if you were to twist any work of fiction, what would it be and what would you do to it? So I don't know how dark this is going to get, but um, you've kind of warned us already, Jamie, that yours is going to get pretty dark. It is pretty bad, I'll be honest. <laughs> okay, so I'm going, to, I'm going to preface this by saying that I actually love the books I'm about to twist. And so I don't want any hate for this. I mean, haters are going to hate, but... Haters are always going to hate. They, they do going to hate. So basically, the book or, or series of books I've chosen is the, the Harry Potter series. Controversial. Yeah, well, there's like a, I think there's a slight problem with the whole premise. So if you just ignore the whole like wizard and witchcraft thing, what you have is like a group of boys and girls aged between 11 and 18. They're all going through puberty. And so there's all kind of like hormones flying everywhere. Not only this, but it's a boarding school where they're basically locked in a castle for about nine months. And they get to like they get to go visit a village like three times a year, and that's the only freedom they get. My thing is this: how is there no sex in this book? It like completely defies belief. And also, what adds to it is that everyone in the castle can use magic. So basically, they can control and bewitch people in you know like many different ways. And, you know, I, I find it pretty hard to believe that there's no imperious rape. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. Oh, my not, God. It's not a crime, to be honest. But, no, because the, the ministry um, keeps a record of every time the, uh, an underage wizard uses magic, so they no, know... They just, they, no, they just have a... They can't do it at the school. They just know where it's... They don't know who's done it. They just know where it's been, where the magic is. Are you sure? Yeah, because that's... I don't know. There's something... In one of the books, they actually reference, like, how it works. Oh, Okay. And that's why, you know, when Harry was put up in the second book, because Dobby, yeah. used, Dobby used magic there, it wasn't actually Harry. Yeah. So they just, they just know where magic's been. So basically that's how I'd warp Harry Potter. I would just add this, I mean, it's a admittedly dark aspect, but there would be a lot of bewitched sex going on at that school. Nothing else, just rapey, rapey wizardry. No other, like, wizard, I, wizard I crimes. Just add to the, you know, add to the realism of the whole thing. <laughs> add to the realism. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Uh-huh. So just how no because they, they don't learn like the only person who appears obviously they're not all written about in in so much depth but the only person who appears to know like magic beyond their level is either Harry who's introduced to it by a lot of grown ups who are obviously turning down a pretty dark path mm. and Hermione who's got her head in the books all the time Harry's too good and Hermione is like a bit of a librarian isn't she. No, yeah. you, the other characters are not going to get like rape spells, are they? I don't know. I just think I think it wouldn't be for the Imperious case. It's like it's not you don't use it for the purpose of rape. It's just as for control, and they they get taught about it in in, the, in their fourth year. So what is fourth year? That's like fifteen. Year ten. Year 10. Yeah, fifteen. So yeah, fourteen, fifteen. But do, but do they learn? Do they know how to do it? Well, Moody. Well, Moody shows them, doesn't he? And it's not like you can always. It's the kind of thing. Does, the kind yeah, of thing. Does, does that mean they actually then know how to do it? Because I mean, like Harry Potter knows that to conjure a Patronus, you have to say "expecto Patronum" or whatever you say. Yeah. But he's not very good at it. 
So maybe all you have to say for the Imperius curse is Imperius, but they wouldn't be very good at it. Okay, we'll put it this way, right? When you are a teenage boy, you're thinking about sex all the time and you go looking for porn, don't you? Mm-hmm. This is the kind of thing they'd basically just be scouring the library. They wouldn't be doing homework. They'd be looking at ways to just... Getting girls' pants. Yeah. No, I'll give him that. It's true. Yeah. I think I just think I think it's realistic. Unrealistic. There's pretty much no sexual activity in this boarding school. Of course, it is. It's mean, children's. But... At our private school, there was that girl who just like had sex on the school field. Like I'm pretty sure, and they like they're like in a town. They can't even use magic. So Maybe makes fair point. What about you, Casey? What piece of fiction would you like to walk? I've actually chosen the exact same piece of fiction as Jack, but for a slightly different reason. I've I've gone for Harry Potter, but not to increase how realistic it is. I've decided to have a bit of a mess around with the fans of the Harry Potter series. Um, obviously, a lot of my good friends are Harry Potter fans, but I just think it's a bit a bit crazy how they all get a bit obsessed with it and. Uh, how big of a fad it actually is. So I decided to warp the final instalment of the Harry Potter books because I think I just think it'd be hilarious if everybody was waiting for it with bated breath and queuing up outside bookshops and everything and it was just sort of littered with racist thoughts, like sort of <laughs> slightly racist undertones, <laughs> like enough that you noticed. <laughs> but not enough to just for people to know that it was a ridiculous practical joke <laughs> for I instance I think there is there is kind of such a racist undertones in the whole um, oh yeah but yeah well, there's quite there's quite racist undertones in all of them because obviously <laughs> people hate house elves and people hate mudbloods and everything yeah. but I'd just love it if, if Harry Potter just said Oh yeah, well he has to do that because he's black, doesn't he? Or so. <laughs> just if it, not to make it awful, but just to make it just racist enough that it would uh, be be controversial. See, I thought when you said you were going to mess with the fan base, I thought it'd be like it'd be page one and Harry would just like fall down the stairs and like die or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like slightly unknowable end to our hero. <laughs> Chronicling the last book would just be the Chronicles of Longbottom. So you want to make it rapey, Jack? Casey, you want to make it racist? No, it's not like rapey. I just think there, there would be sex in it, and yeah, some of it would be non-consenting. <laughs> yeah, so a little bit rapey. A little bit quite rapey, if we're being honest. Just, just would happen. What about well, you, Jamie? Well, I. I Honestly, really struggle with this question because I don't read a lot of books. And then I thought, well, I don't, I don't read a lot of books, but I watch a lot of TV and a lot of movies. But I could not think of something I wanted to walk because I really like all of it. And it wasn't like I have a problem destroying it, but I couldn't think of a way to make it better by changing it because I already like it so much. So I essentially, um, I added another instalment to an advert series on the TV. Now, you're probably both familiar with the BT family. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, I know I love, you're a huge fan, Jack. I'm I pretty sure. Family more than life. You're not. So, good. How do you see how you can be a fan of an advert series? Oh my! Because it is a series, and you get to know the characters, and you come to love them. Well, Casey, that, that 15 second of screen time is good. Yeah. <laughs> you're Casey. You're not going to like this. Um, oh, I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> it was all I could think of. So basically, 
Um, the, uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know who the BT family are, basically there's uh, uh, a man, a woman, their husband and wife, and they have two kids, a girl and a, a boy. And at some stage in this series of adverts chronicling their lives and how BT has helped and shaped in various ways or whatever, um, they they split up for a little bit. They they separate for a small amount of time. And I was thinking you could install an advert into part of that separation, right, where... Um, <laughs> where... Uh, the dad, who's on his own, obviously, in not a very nice house because he, he's got to pay for his kids and his wife still, even though they're like, separated, um, is about to hang himself. Oh, God. <laughs> so, right, and he, he's stood on a chair, head in the noose, and he's about to do it, and there's like a couple of tears rolling down his face. And, uh, and the phone rings. And he's, he's really set. He's got to the point where he's hyped up enough to be able to kill himself. But part of him, the tiny bit of him, thinks that'll be that'll be my wife. We'll be able to get back together. We'll work everything out. I'll see my kids again. So he really slowly takes his head out of the noose and steps down, picks up the phone. And it's just a cold call from like an insurance company. Um, so he hangs up and just gets back on the chair, puts his head back in the noose. And then like the screen goes black and it would just say like, uh, it would be advertising how BT could block known cold calling numbers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Told you it was going to be dark today. I'm really sorry. Well, that's, that's, really, that's really bad. But that's an all right. Um, <sighs> that's made me feel cold I, inside. Yeah. Well, aside from being totally out of character for Adam. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was twisted fiction. I chose it. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, that was quite a good idea. I suppose it. I, yeah, I suppose it relies on the fact that you do know Adam and Jane, and you know that story. But you must do if you're following the BT family. That series yeah. won't exist otherwise. I think having anyone hanging themselves on TV is really. Yeah. <laughs> you'd sell phones though. You'd be in the press though, wouldn't you? You would. It'd be gorilla, gorilla like advertising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, I think that's that pretty much covered. Casey, what was uh, what was your question this week? My question this week was, if you could have one fictional character as your best friend, who would it be? And? And um, I've chosen the devil. <laughs> um, that's slightly controversial, but also quite believable. Slightly controversial. I thought about all these characters that could do stuff for me or I could I could get along with and I thought about Gimli from Lord of the Rings because he's quite <laughs> quite funny but also you know quite courageous and I, don't, I thought about all these people and I thought no you know what the, the devil could could just like give me anything I wanted and we could go down to his place and like laugh at Hitler being tortured and like there's just stuff you can do with the devil that you can't you can't do with other people. <laughs> so do you think that God would be a bit of a killjoy? Because I mean, surely he'd have more power. He'd have more power I think God's like um, someone. I think, I really think God would be like someone in middle management. They're like yeah. banging on about their really boring job. Like, oh yeah, no, I created the world in seven days. You should have seen it, and that would be all he had to talk about. Like literally, God get some Arby's, man. Yeah, probably. I think the devil. Yeah, doing something because I mean he doesn't do fuck all anymore. Mm. What does the devil do? Though? Maybe he does do fuck all. The know. devil's the devil's greatest trick was convincing everyone he didn't exist. 
Oh, very poignant. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a crap trick, though, if you think about it. Yeah. Well, well no, because it means people sin all the time, so he gets to, like, fuck with them when they die. I don't really know, know yeah. what, what the devil's game is, to be honest, because, like... I don't know what he's playing. Yeah, I don't know either. It's just, it doesn't seem to have any point, really. Well, it's just a symbol, isn't it, for if you do bad shit, you will be in pain for eternity. Mm. So give lots of money to the church. <laughs> See, I thought, I, I figured the devil. I think I think God would sort of be okay with the devil if the devil actually wanted to be okay with God. But I don't think. I think the devil's sort of a sort of a bit bitter about it all for no real reason, and so I can I can sort of relate to him for that mm. reason. I think People, they just. Like, I'm a bit like that. <laughs> whole grudges and everything for no reason. So. <laughs> I think we'd get along well as mates and also you've got like the whole benefits of like never having to worry about being tortured for doing bad things and stuff. I guess and we, could, we could go watch other people being tortured which I think would be excellent I'd quite enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> this, this is going to be a grim episode deserved it. It. Oh, I guess so. it's still a bit grim I was thinking though like God and the devil they were probably really really good friends before and they like maybe they both went for the same job and God got it, and He said, "Look, no hard feelings. But we both went for it. We both had a shot. Uh, I got it. Hopefully, this won't change things." And Devil was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. It won't. I, th- I think won't God change had the job, and I think the Devil decided to overthrow him. Actually, Jamie, is that how it works? I haven't read that book. Yeah, um, well, that would be like I don't know. That might be that's God's story. It's like yeah, I'm the man, and he was like trying to bitch up on me." Yeah, maybe God's just a gossip. It's, it's He's written by the winners, isn't it? So exactly. God's just a chatty Cathy, man. Oh, God. And maybe, the, maybe the God needs the devil, though, to like, balance himself out. Like, without the devil, he'd just be going around just like, fucking shit up. Also, if you think about it, the devil's doing God, some of God's work. Exactly. exactly. So, I mean, he's really just like a contractor. But that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. Builders from hell. <laughs> <laughs> um... Right, so, Jack. Hello. Who would your best uh, fiction be? Well, it's, I don't really know what to do because all the like superheroes and stuff. I think they just overshadow you a bit. You're like, you know, yeah. you want to get for a beer. It's like, no, I've got to go and like shoot spider webs at somebody. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's great. And yeah, I don't know. So I think, I mean, I'm a pretty big like Star Wars fanboy. So I don't know. I think I'd just be friends with the Jedi. And so, like, um, you know, just assuming that this would also make me a Jedi. Right. Oh, okay. And, like, I think, like, the, the Jedi philosophy, I know you have a problem with it, Jamie. I do. Like, attachment and things. But just, you know, going around the universe, you get to see the whole universe, solve problems, and you just get to, like, fuck up Sith with a lightsaber. It's just a pretty cool lifestyle, you know. I think um, if I had to pick one, probably Qui-Gon Jinn. I think, um, like, Liam Neeson does a pretty good job in Phantom Menace. But if you actually read the, the books, he's... Um, about him and when Obi Wan Kenobi was like a young, like a young Jedi. He's a, he's a pretty quite badass to be honest. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I just think because I also read a lot of fantasy books, you know, like Lord of the Rings and that kind of thing. But it's all you don't get to have much fun. Yeah. And I think as a Jedi, you know, you have your off days, don't you, where you can just go and fuck shit up and just. Your off days. Yeah, like. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, I, I think I agree with that. Would you would you not rather be friends with Han Solo? No, because you can't. Like he's an outlaw, isn't he? And he was being hunted by bounty hunters. And yeah, your only your only company is a fucking hairy dog. 
<laughs> so yeah, but then he'd have you for company and you'd have him for company. Yeah, but you have to hang out with I said Chewbacca. Chewbacca would be a really awkward third wheel as well, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think I wouldn't really would. And also, <laughs> is this like before Leia or after Leia? Because if Leia's there, then he's always going to be with her, you know? Yeah, I know, I know how that feels. So people say bros before hoes, but it's never the case. It's true. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's so pre layer, I'd consider Han Solo, but I'd probably stay no. Okay. Still go with the Jedi. I'll tell you what, I, I agree with you on the superhero front, because I was talking to my mum about this and saying, um, and she, saying what, what shall I put for um, this question? And she said, oh, obviously Wolverine. And I was like, no, because he has awesome powers and I can't really tag along when he's doing anything. Also, yeah, also, I think superheroes, like modern superheroes, they always have to have this backstory that makes them really emo now. Like yeah. the, the, new, the new Spider-Man, the third Spider-Man, when he becomes like an emo, like Batman's always <laughs> pissed because his parents got killed. It's like they're always just so fucking depressed all the time. Yeah, Batman just needs to let you go. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, have you seen the um, the Reginald D. Hunt of it on Batman? No. <laughs> Where he's like a conservative's wet dream. And rather than taking on, you know, corporate um, and, you know, corrupt politicians, he just goes around beating up street crime. That's <laughs> <laughs> so true. No, Batman just needs to chill out. Wolverine's just got a little man complex. They're just, they're a bit, they're quite, see- they're, they're flawed in a very see-through way. Yeah. I, I don't know. Then they're just so depressed all the time, it annoys me. Yeah, he needs to cheer up a little bit. He needs a happy superhero to fight for. Yeah. I don't think there are any happy... Su- oh, I suppose there's... um, What's he called? Uh, Flash. Well, Aquaman's got to be alright, isn't he? Just... <laughs> Seaman. Yeah, he's not a pretty happy considering everything that happened to him. Yeah, that's true. Cancer, scarring... He's pretty He's pretty chipper. Deaths, and he's, he's cheery as fuck. Yeah, Deadpool will be alright. I, I could go for a pint with Deadpool. Yeah. Easy. Fictional character I think I'd be best mates with is Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I thought about this. I was like, if I'm going to have a fictional friend, right? And the the whole point is, you could be anyone, and presumably you're going to have some adventures coming off that. Um, if you're friends with someone like Tintin, by the way, I fucking hate Tintin. I'm not going to get into that. I fucking hate him. But if it was Tintin, you'd get into all sorts of wacky little adventures. Oh, how quirky is this? I don't want that. I want proper (laughs) evil on a daily basis. (laughs) I want to just like, not like, oh, Hannibal, you you free this afternoon? He'd be like, yes. And and I'd go around and there'd just be like loads of skinned people. I'd be like, well, it's grim, but it's interesting. (laughs) I've I've got to be stimulated. And I think that, You'd constantly get accused of being an accomplice. So you'd like learn how all the legal system works, and you'd learn how to play that quite well. That'd be interesting. Um, you'd get to know a complete psychopath, and all he's ever really known for is like eating people a little bit and re- uh, drinking nice wine and reading. He must have. There must be other things he occupies his time with. If I took Hannibal to Blockbusters, what movie do I think he'd pick? Mm. Does he look like a rom-com kind of guy? Doesn't really, does he? I don't think no. so. But does he also? Does, do, can you imagine him watching Bad Boys? I, can, I just, I can just literally just imagine him killing and eating people. Jamie, it's all you. It's all that's all there is. But that's the problem. Yeah, He's not. He'd, I think he'd be into Rita Hayworth. You know, black and white movies and um, film noir. I think, I think he'd be one of those kind of guys. 
I'll give I you that. I think, he's, I think he's a movie kind of guy, to be honest. Do you know? I think I could convince him to be. I think, I think he's, more, he's more of a book guy. He's more of an intellectual. I think he might watch black and white movies and while listening with the sound off while listening to Wagner and just like see if yeah. they see if they link up somehow. I think he'd try and you know. I think he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Do I reckon I could get Hannibal playing Halo though? Yeah. Exactly. So he'd he he'd love you after that. Exactly. He'd just, shit, I reckon. If if someone just showed him a video game, he'd be able to get that. I need to kill things attitude out because he'd just do it online. Then he wouldn't be much of a great. You should go into rehab, Jamie. I should. No, 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 not. <laughs> I, I meant you should go into rehabilitating people. <laughs> oh right, okay, I'm with you now. <laughs> you said that. I, think, I think you need rehab. Yeah, you want to be friends. <laughs> this is an intervention. We all love you very much. Well, no, it's just he just he's he's quite a deep character. It's not that I whole. Don't, I really don't think he is. Spider-Man's like a pussy, so he just like fights crap crime with, frankly, quite strange and not that interesting powers, and he's a bit angry because someone shot his uncle. Yeah. yeah, it happened a while ago. Let it go. Go to a counselor. But Hannibal is so evil, right? He is so evil, and I think there's a depth to that which I'd like to explore. And I'd like to see where he was caring. But isn't that that's more of like to a, explore the depths of Hannibal? That's yes. more of a professional curiosity <laughs> than an actual basis for a friendship. No, no, because I, I, I like to get to know my friends, and I think that you see someone at first glance, and you think, "Oh, he's pure evil," but you know what's underneath. Well, the thing is that you'd have like a few good weeks together. You get to know each other; everything'd be fine. You'd walk into his house, and there'd be like ten people just like dead on the floor, and he's like chomping on them. Yeah, okay, I admit there's and a major flaw in it. This is, this is a bit odd. And I know that th- there is a major flaw in that I have to be all right with him murdering people. I understand that, but I think if the relationship was like strong enough to start with, I could probably get past it. And at least he's honest about it. He's not lying to me. He's not have, um, going behind my back. You just you're just really obsessed with like serial killers, though. Like you love watching about smart serial killers. I do. I, I, I really am just genuinely interested. But that's in not. It's not because you want to be friends with them. You just think they're interesting. It's not. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I, I really do think I could go fishing with Adam. <laughs> yeah, you're not happy with that joke, are you? I'm, I'm not. I just like, <laughs> why animal? Just. You said, you're just like, oh yeah, I think it'd be interesting watching him kill people. Like, no, not the killing part, getting to know him. <laughs> I think it's interesting talking to you or Casey or whoever, so, you know, it's just yeah. the same. Yeah, it's, it's almost exactly the same. Podcast. He is, he'd be good on that, he knows a lot. Mm. My question for this week was... We're just, uh, we're just leaving that as it is, aren't we? We are, we're going to leave that alone because you seem a little <laughs> bit angry. Swiftly on. You seem really angry that I want to be friends with a murderer. And I can't, I can't explain it any better. So, <laughs> um, the question I had was: if you could tell one lie that everyone had to believe, what would it be? Now, mine takes like, if I know that I can tell one lie, I'm, I'm assuming I know that I can tell one lie in my life, and that everyone will have to believe it. So, there's quite a lot of work goes in beforehand. I need to make quite a good amount of money, and uh, buy shares. Uh, in a, a relatively small company that have one fairly small but quite well-known product. So I picked Sherbet Dib Dabs. Um, and then the lie I have to tell is that I tell everyone for the next I don't know, five years that Sherbet Dib Dabs were the key to happiness. 
So they'd obviously everyone would rush out and buy them. The share price would rocket. Everyone would get massively fat. And this is part of my plan. What I'd do is I'd invest the massive amount of wealth I'd make from from the shares uh, into research into diabetes. And then after the five-year period of everyone thinking they'd achieve true happiness or trying to through eating sugar dip dabs, um, came to their senses, um, I'd be the only person, I'd be the person with like the leading knowledge on diabetes and how to either cure it or um, certainly uh, help people with it. So I'd get massively rich off that and I'd help millions if not billions of people so they'd all think I was a hero as well. Um, I think I think you've hmm. how have I, I stumped both a bit speechless to be honest <laughs> why at the amount of thought you put in we're just like I don't know how ridiculous it's a bit evil it's not big it's quite evil a bit I'm trying to be a hero how are you going to make money out of sherbet dib dab so why don't you just say that the key to happiness is giving me because that seems a bit, I don't know. It's too, it's too easy. It, it is too easy. I want to create a bit of pain that I can heal so I can be like, look so You want to make sure hero. everyone else is fat and hero wears it's horrible. horrible. It's you not know, like really have to lose their, their legs until you're happy, Jamie. Not loads, some, because otherwise well, my product won't sell, will it? What if you don't even find a cure to diabetes or you can't actually, you don't make any progress and so you just have a really fat, ill society that all dies and now hates you? Yeah, but they, oh no, actually, there's a problem. And what if, like, you have this, you said for five years? No, they'd continue to believe that, wouldn't they? No, I would, no the, the lie was that for, I, I'd say, for the next five years, Sherbet did dabs were the key to happiness. Well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> why, why did you qualify that? Yeah, but that's the point, isn't years? it? This is the question. If you could tell one lie everyone to believe, what would it be? Why five years? Why not? Forever. Because I reckon in five years I'm going to make enough money and not enough people will get so fat and so diabetic that they'll die in that time. I reckon in five years I can make enough money, do a lot of research, do really well medically in it, and then I can help people. So you've done the maths on this? <laughs> I've done some calculations, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why do, how do I get hate for this? <laughs> well, it's not, it's not, I mean, obviously all these answers are ridiculous, but that's just, it's so oddly specific and brilliant at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of like if you just said my one lie would be <laughs> share with dip dabs the cure to happiness everyone would just be like what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> yeah but I've got a profit from it some way I'm not pretending I'm not really selfish I do well, want to it's good because you're kind of removed from the profit so that people can't like there's only so much they can believe so they'll the believers are the key to happiness but they'll hate you because you're profiteering off of this yeah but no you're not going to hate someone who profiteers off a product that you want to have really are you well, no, because if it's the key to, I don't know, but if, like if they, you'll increase the price of poverty, increase the markup. Only a little bit. I'm only going to have, say, like a 25% share in them. So it's not so obvious that I'm massively profiting from this. And then a couple of shell companies and startups and research How do you intend to lines. buy this 25% share? Well, that's what I said. A lot, like before the lies told, I, I need to like, make a lot of money so that I can invest in shares. Right. A lot of work goes into this, all right. <laughs> right, fair enough. But why don't you just create your own sort of sort of sherbet dib dab, call it something else, and then say that that is the key to happiness? 
Because that's so far too obvious that it's me. Put any of the money into the shares in the first place, and you'll still get massive amounts of money. But it's far too obvious it's me. Do you know any of the shareholders of, say, Apple, other than the CEO? No, exactly. That's the point. You don't know the faces who are the shareholders. So if I'm just a shareholder, people won't suspect that I've obviously rigged all this so that I can hurt them and then help them and make massive profit off it and become an idol. But surely they're not going to question anyway because they have to believe it. Well, yeah, they buy it, but people can realise things outside of that, can't they? Yeah, I see what you mean. I have to make sure that I'm protected in this scheme. But they know that it's true. They know that Sherbet Dibdat's causing happiness is true. Yeah, I know, yeah, I know that. They'll, they'll they're still not, think they, that. They don't, they're not going to think, yeah, but why is that true? It must be his fault. No, 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 I'm not saying that. But when the lie ends, after five years, they're going to go, wait a minute. <laughs> they're going to look to me. For those five years, Sherbet Dibdat will have been the key well, to no, happiness. I mean, unless, they'll, unless still, they'll still believe that because they have to believe that. Unless there's a placebo effect, because I mean, otherwise, obviously, sherbet dip dabs aren't going to make you happy. No, but that's, that's the point. Like, People will just keep eating them until they become happy in that five year period, hence, they'll get really fat, really diabetic, um, and I'll make a massive amount of money. Okay. <laughs> How is it I can. I displease Jack with wanting to be friends with Hannibal. <laughs> Casey, you're angry that I want to make a lot of money and, like, help people, ultimately. You don't no, really no, want to help people. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I, I admit there's a bit of pain involved, but ultimately... The epidemic that you caused in the first place to get rich and a hero, <laughs> to become a hero. There's nothing, there's nothing saviour about that. Uh, okay. Oh, no, well, actually, you're right. <laughs> you're a messiah, my friend. All right, Casey. What one lie would you would you tell, eh? This better be good, or I'm going to tear you to pieces. What, what lie would I tell? Yeah. Um... My chosen lie was actually that Mickey Mouse is a rapist. <laughs> yeah. I like it already. <laughs> and why is this, Casey? Is it because you, you hate Mickey Mouse? Or <laughs> is it just well, for no, shit? Well, um, basically, I just think it would be funny because he's obviously not a rapist because he's not real. Um, but, <laughs> so what? <laughs> what? <laughs> but people would have to believe it and I just think it would be funny to watch the following witch hunt where <laughs> Mickey Mouse was accused of being a rapist. And, you know, he's just such an institution that sort of people would get offended by the fact that he's a rapist because he's such a big figure and a prominent a prominent part of American culture and everything. I think a lot of people would be offended by that, and I think it would be funny <laughs> to watch the ensuing chaos but, with people thinking that Mickey Mouse was a rapist. It's brilliant, but I have some questions. All right. First of all, how does it come to light? Is it just a lie you tell? Are you going to spread it by the media? Are you going to set up an episode uh, with uh, like um, a new episode of Mickey Mouse where he rapes someone. How is this going down? I don't know. See, I thought about this, and I didn't know whether to do sort of like some sort of you know at the end of Iron Man where he's at the press conference and he just goes, "I am Iron Man," and I'm sort of at this press conference and I've gathered loads of people there because I've got a really important thing to say, and then I just go, "Mickey Mouse is a rapist." <laughs> And then everybody has to believe that because of the magic of the question. All right. Yeah. That's... 
like you don't need that to spread a light because do you remember the whole Richard Gear thing? Firstly, someone <laughs> someone said Richard Gear shoves gerbils off his hand. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in the world just believed it. There's nothing like a bit of slander, is there? It's great stuff. Yeah. But okay, how would the witch hunt? How would you go about? bringing Mickey Mouse to trial because <laughs> obviously people have got to direct their anger somewhere they're going to be like oh that Mickey do you hear about that Mickey Mouse fella raping all them people <laughs> we've got to get him yeah. well I suppose it depends on because obviously he's not a real guy but all these people are going to believe that he's a rapist so sure. I suppose it depends on how that manifests itself in people's understanding of who Mickey Mouse is so I don't know whether they would begin to believe that Mickey Mouse was a real person who had definitely raped someone. Or <laughs> if they writers, or I don't know. Um, it would be interesting to watch, I think. This is the best answer I've ever heard. On it is. <laughs> this might be better than Radio, okay? <laughs> but it's just, I find it difficult because all that would, like, in my mind, if I had to believe that lie, I, I had to believe that lie. Well, first of all, I've got a very vivid imagination anyway. I cannot imagine Mickey Mouse with genitals. <laughs> try. Try now. A few seconds for you. It'd be... Yeah, exactly. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> a humongous pitch black knob. <laughs> That's horrible. It is not very nice. My problem is that because it's, it's fictional and you're like... The only, in fairness, the only place you'd see it is in Disneyland. And if you had a bunch of people dressed up as Mickey Mouse, they'd get, like, burned, and people would attack them. Yeah. But on we, TV... They destroyed, they destroyed Disney, that wouldn't they? And they, like, cancelled Disney cartoons and, like... Yeah, but no, but if, if the cartoon remained, like, Mickey Mouse would just have, like... It would be a new, like, story arc. The rape years, <laughs> yeah. you know? It was... <laughs> Mickey Mouse, like, he'd just not be two-dimensional. He'd be a three-dimensional character. He obviously has... Mental issues because he's raping people. Would Mickey Mouse himself believe it? That's the question I want. Well, he's fictional. <laughs> <laughs> this question, this series of questions, actually blows my mind. I cannot fathom it. <laughs> <laughs> but he might come to believe it himself through the artists and scriptwriters believing it. They'd start writing it into the plot, like that he was a bit shifty and stuff, because they believed him to be so. A bit shifty is not the word for a rapist, Casey. <laughs> it's just a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I don't know what to do with that. I love it, but I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> it's difficult. It's so good. It is the best. I mean, if he, because he had to, does he rape another Disney character like Minnie Mouse, Ooh. or does he just rape? Does he just rape a, a faceless victim? I can just ask you know, I can just faceless victim. The American media would probably blow it out of all proportions and it'd end up being an eight year old girl or something. I don't know. It turned out it'd rape like fifty people. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine though that it would be, that, that the cartoon would be set and you'd see like it would be like pathetic fallacies. You'd have rain coming down in sheets and thunder and lightning. Yeah. Mickey'd just come back inside in a trench coat and Pluto <laughs> would just be sitting there. And just going, you've been there again, haven't you? <laughs> Pluto would be the only person who knew, but couldn't say anything for his friend. Yeah, he just wants to help so, him, but doesn't know how. Yeah, he'd be so rushed with guilt that he'd end up like killing Mickey in his sleep just to help people. 
<laughs> like stranding the hip, like this is for your own good. See, and instantly we've just picked up, come up with a fantastic set of story arcs for a, a really. Yeah, it's not really. I don't think it's going to be for children. I think it'll have a cult following. Yeah, probably. An occult following. <laughs> Pluto, well, Pluto strangling he knows because he's been out of rape. <laughs> I think only a cult That's the sort of thing that should already be on the internet. Oh no, it's the sort of thing that should never be on the internet. But I don't, I don't want to go searching. I don't want to go searching for that. It's the sort of thing that I can believe in. Right, right, Casey. Because uh, for, just to let anyone listen to this, no mindset was playing up uh, so much today. I've actually come to Jack's house to do the podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure if Jack will get a bit annoyed if I search Mickey Mouse porn into Google. On his internet, so Casey, if you would please do the honors. Um, <laughs> don't say I'm not. Good. Don't say I'm not a good friend, Jack. Never say I'm not a good friend. Well, you did try and download porn. Try is not the right word. Manage is the correct word. <laughs> Gotta love the banter. Um, I typed in Mickey Mouse rape, and the first <laughs> thing that came up was how to catch mice rapists. What you have to do is place a piece of cheese on a mouse trap, and uh, stage two is kill mouse. <laughs> so that, it seems simple enough. Oh God! Oh God! What have you found? Oh dear Lord! Oh God! Well, I found an image of Mickey Mouse raping Donald Duck, <laughs> and also, there is an awful. It looks like some sort of meme that has been spread around called Rape Rodent. <laughs> it is a horrible picture of Mickey Mouse looking really raping. <laughs> well, that's cleared that up then. It does exist. <laughs> Scary to look at. Like, it does actually look like he'd rape again. He's done it once, it'll do it again. <laughs> right, <laughs> Casey. I love you. Um, Jack, what, what lie would you tell uh, if everyone was believing? Basically, well, there's two. All right. One is just a petty one, where basically I tell that I tell a group of football fans that, um, or just basically tell everyone that a group of rival football fans has beaten up a fan of their team, and that basically everyone who's like a pathetic moron that um, watches and you know football and gets drunk and gets in fights. We basically tear each other apart as revenge. And then you completely kill off like all the idiotic football fans in the world. So that would be one of them. But the other one is basically I tell everyone, or make everyone believe that they have, that they're the opposite gender to what they actually are. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I really like that. What would you do with that? Well, I don't know, because it would just be, it would be really bizarre, because obviously everyone would try and uh, just be messed up. You'd have guys, like, going to chat up other guys, but they'd think they were women. <laughs> Chicks would be peeing up, peeing Sunday. Oh, no, yeah, no. Women, would, women, would, women would go and chat up other women, but those women would think they're guys, so they'd be loving it, obviously. Just be weird. That's another head for, for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, guys who think they're women would wait to be chatted up. Guys who think they're women would be waiting to get chatted up by guys. Obviously, they wouldn't, because those guys think they're women, so basically... No guys would get any, and there'd be loads of lesbian sex everywhere. No <laughs> dare so work that. Congratulations on managing to work that. That's, that's pretty crazy. They've solved a lot of problems. Though. I really can't understand that, but I like it. 
Roy, we... Mm. What would you do if you were gay? Man, that would be messed up. Well, I don't know what you'd do if you were gay. Gay. Would you still be gay? If you were mad. Think... If you were... Oh, my God. No, because if, you were, you, if yeah. you were gay as a guy, then you'd think you were a woman, so you'd be attracted to other guys. Still, or would you change to be attracted or, to... It's weird, would you be attracted to women? Yeah, because otherwise, if you're gay, if you were, if you're like... Um, sexual orientation change as well. I don't know. That's way too complicated for me, honestly. That actually makes <laughs> well, sense. It would, just, it, would just, it would just be funny to like watch a, a load of confused people at a bar or a nightclub. <laughs> it, like, so who do I rub against and try and fucking an alley? No one would know. Mm-hmm. Just have a lot of really angry, lonely, horny people at the end of the night. Yeah. <laughs> Make you go and fight those football fans you hate so much. <laughs> This is actually what happens at Hunts anyway. Yeah, true. Um, this ugly drug you can't get with girls, just going like, fuck people. Someone seems a bit bitter about the, uh, the nightclub scene. I just, I just hate it. I mean, I don't, I've never actually really gone to one, but <laughs> no, I don't like it. Great, nothing like an educated opinion. Right, well, we've had a pretty dark episode today, which I, yeah. I didn't even... I saw... I know my eyes my were pretty grim, but everyone's done quite well today. <laughs> I don't well, know I, how. I said, my question was set up so it would, could get a bit dark in terms of twisting fiction, but you managed to do it with all three, James. Mm. So. I know, I'm quite proud of that. So we've had a very dark episode, and um, now we have a special guest. We have a friend of ours called Ryan who's going to ask a surprise question that none of us have heard. Uh, and, uh, we get, why would you ruin it when I'm trying to do a bit for the end of the show I know you hung up for fuck's sake I'll just start again uh, <sighs> uh, where has he gone anyway I must admit I don't know you fucked that better haven't you right so we've had a pretty dark episode and now we're going to Invite in a friend of ours called Ryan, who's going to ask a surprise question that none of us have heard. And we're going to try and answer it as best we can, and see if this gets any darker. Hello, Ryan. There you go, actually got that. We'll see where we go. Right now, we have a, a surprise question from a special guest, a friend of ours called Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, Ryan, if you'd like to take it away. Okay then. Cool. Um, hi guys. Um, Hello. My question is. Um, if you could visit a fictional world for a day, um, which would you choose and why? Um, so I'll, I'll start with my answer. Um, I'm not sure if any of you have read a book called um, A Brave New World um, yeah. by uh, Huxley. Um, and it's basically about like a utopian society. Mm-hmm. And... Everyone's always talking about, like, yeah, it's quite a big idea in politics, like utopias or dystopias. So I thought it'd be great to actually go and see one. That would be pretty cool. And sort of see how it works, see, see how this, you know, if it was possible, how it would actually work. I mean, obviously, it's like only for a day. Mm. And there were kind of like other things that made me think, yeah, this would be really cool as well. Like, um, they just give, give out drugs. <laughs> and in the society, you sort of like everyone's just really free and easy. They're just getting off with each other. Everyone's sort of encouraged to be really happy. So it's sort of like you get to have that kind of like intellectual thing where you go, oh, how does this work? While at the same time, you're taking drugs and getting off with people. So you'd think the latter would kind of interfere with the former intellectual study. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit, but it'd be kind yeah. of, 
you kind of get like a bit of both in there, you know. So I thought that'd be quite quite cool kind of thing. That would be my if you, my kind of pick for that. If you if you went to a dystopia, what would what would your what would you do in a dystopia rather than a utopia? Um. Well, I I didn't pick that because I'd probably just die or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something that's that's the whole point of dystopia, isn't it? It's like it's shit. Yeah, if you had a choice between utopia and dystopia, I guess the idea is you don't. Just for a day, though, because I'm pretty sure the dystopia would be in you, you know an intellectual learning. There'd be drugs that weren't free, but would probably be full of rat poison. But they'd be, yeah. they'd be all right, and you'd probably be able to shag people. It's it's like the same, but on complete opposite ends of the spectrum. That's true, and with dystopia, I guess it'd be kind of like you spend the day like running from the law. Yeah. Sleeping with people you weren't supposed to sleep with, taking drugs you weren't supposed to take instead of the ones that were given to you. <laughs> exactly. And it's sort of like, you know, giving, giving the cops the finger as you run away kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's kind of your day. It's more 1984 than um, The Brave New World, that, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. I'm up for that. Keying cars, fucking pissing on people, whatever. You know, that's just, kind of that's just the, what the world drugs. we live in is. <laughs> Yeah, cool. So, um, what do you guys think then? What's your what's your this? If anyone has any ideas, shooting forward while I try and think of something very quickly, uh, I'd go to the you know in the um, the third Star Wars film. Yeah. That you know the lava world. Oh, this is, <laughs> and I just like it'd be Batman. You'd have it, you'd have like your own fortress in a lava world. That'd be just epic. What would you do though? Because no one's going to come and visit. You, <laughs> yeah, you don't need to. You don't yeah. need to well, no, like you'd have it. It'd be a specific you know special day. Like there'd be a battle. You would just go on like a random like Sunday afternoon when everyone's like having a bath. You go on, like, you go on a proper war day. So fight a battle in the lava world. Yeah, it's a good day. I'm not great at thinking on the spot. That was a bit weird. Oh, that's fucking incredible. What about you, Casey? I think I'd go to Narnia. Why? What? Well, no, no. You need to be specific. Like when Narnia. Yeah, when the, oh yeah because oh, it can be pretty shit are you going to get rapey and try and like get off with Lucy Lucy Pevensey <laughs> Lucy Pevensey <laughs> um, do you know what I probably wouldn't go during Prince Caspian I'd, I'd probably go either um, either to start with with Mr Tumnus and everything or with um, Reapy Cheap and the whole um, the boat one, I forget which that. Dawn Treader. Yeah, yeah, the voyage. But of the the Mr. Tunnus is the the winter, you know, when the Queen's made every made it winter all the time without Christmas. Yeah, and she's just turning um, turning things to stone, and she's but, gonna she'll she'll kill you because you're yeah, you're okay, a, fine after the battle, <laughs> but during that sort of era. So uh, what are you gonna do? At least Jack wanted entertainment. You are just gonna be in Narnia on a Sunday afternoon when everyone's at home. I, I think it would just be magical. Like, you know, magical. Like, it'd have that childlike innocence to it. And you'd go not. make friends with a badger and like, <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be brilliant. Would, what, that, <laughs> how, so just for one day? But if you've only got one day in, in that world, you're just going to like make a really fleeting acquaintance with a badger <laughs> and a beaver. You're never going to see him again. <laughs> You yeah, to hang out with fucking pedophilic forms. Yeah, yeah. If I made an impression, then you know Aslan might ask me back. Oh, it's a true actually. If it's an Earth Day, that can be like years in Narnia, can't it? Yeah, it could. So you you could have years. Oh, in. oh okay. shit, man, that's a good point. No, wait, no. It, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> so, Ingram, your, your question's clearly not specific enough, is it? Is it an Earth Day or a Narnia Day? <laughs> I'm a, just like a day. So you wake up. So in Narnia, it would be a day in Narnia. Oh, okay. All right. If that works oh, for them. But, oh. So you just like wake up, you live your live that day in their world. You get I to start as Aslan would have to be back for... I don't think you would, Casey. I don't think you'd bring anything to Narnia. <laughs> All right, go on. What would you bring? Um, I'd bring a sort of bawdy humour that nobody in Narnia seems to have. Yeah, but they wouldn't understand it. <laughs> <laughs> they would by the time I'd gone home. <laughs> they just think you're a dick. <laughs> they would. They'd be like, you see that fellow? We had to put up with him for fucking three years. <laughs> That'd be you. They'd talk about you behind your back. <laughs> they wouldn't like you. All right, Jamie, you got one now. Yeah, I reckon I would go to... I would just go into the film, um, The Last Samurai, and just punch Tom Cruise in the face. That's <laughs> 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 literally. I, I don't want. To, I don't want Utopia. I don't want the magic of Narnia. I just want to punch the only white man in the most unrealistic film of all time. It's my only desire. He, he is kind of friends with the samurai in that film, so they'd probably just kill you. Yeah, but I'm a better. I'm a better white person than Tom Cruise. But you'd be a dead white person. <laughs> I would no, because I'd just like I'd, I'd usurp his his throne as the token white guy. And that is how it works in samurai Japan. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> I challenge him to Mortal Kombat, and then I'd just uh, I'd have him. Because right. I'd fight dirty. He'd be all rules of the samurai, and I'd just kick him in the crotch. <laughs> Did you know, like um, in like Japan, the time of the samurai? I'm not sure what you call that period, but um, like what they do before a big battle a samurai could call out his rival on the other team and he'd have to, if he could slap him before the other guy could obviously like cut him with a sword. So basically he's just got his hands, the other guy's got his sword and if he could slap him, it's like it brings dishonour on that guy. And then what? Well, and then the battle starts. But like, he's, <laughs> he's dishonoured if you can just like run up and just like slap him before you get cut. <laughs> That's really cheeky. <laughs> but the other boy does still have a sword. Yeah, he has a sword. It's quite dangerous. But if you, if you get him, you just like one, haven't you? Like, you got yeah, a sword you have had him, yeah. I've like, got you in the face. Thanks. <laughs> Well, I think we can... I think that was actually a really quite a good question on this part. Good. Ryan, thank you for that. We'll yeah, call you back here for future dealings. I came up with the um, the topic for next week. It's going to be travel. So, uh, Jack and Casey, if you'd like to come up with the questions for that. Okay, we'll yeah, convene... We'll, yeah, we'll convene next week for that. Thank you for listening to Dump the Magic Able. We shall see you later. <laughs>